Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. This is Greeny on ESPN Plus, ESPN Radio, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. I am Amber Wilson. He is Harry Douglas. We are filling in today again for Mike Greenberg. And Harry, we have a lot to unpack on today's show. Of course, still no Major League Baseball. We will be talking about that. But first, Let's start in the NBA because James Harden made his home debut in Philadelphia last night against the New York Knicks. Right now, Philly is rolling, okay? I don't know if it counts because it's against the Knicks. And so far, (laughs) since we've seen Harden and Embiid, it's been easy street for those guys, but it has looked pretty darn good. So Harden posted 26 points last night, nine rebounds, nine assists, Uh, The Sixers beat the Knicks 123-108. to And James Harden was feeling pretty good about being in front of that Philly home crowd. We'll get to that in a second, Harry. But Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to turn your car into the mvp and bring home that win keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply it's demon time on prize picks where you can now win up to 100 times your money that's right 100 times your money With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and Goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at prize picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com slash greenberg and use code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com slash greenberg code greenberg for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy this now is something that we're getting a little used to, this Harden and B duo. And like I said, easy street so far, but it's looking pretty good either way. Easy street, exactly what it has been. And James has arrived home, not James Bond. We're talking about James Harden. That's the man in Philly nowadays, brought by Daryl Murray over a guy. Those two paired up in Houston. Now we see that show in 
Philly. And when you talk about the schedule that they had so far, they played the Knicks twice. They played the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I'm not going to discredit the Minnesota, uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, but uh, they're not the upper echelon of the teams in, in, in the NBA. You look at the Knicks, oh, my God, Charles Barkley, they're terrible, terrible. And when this game, yes, when this game first started last night, Amber, I was like, I know the Sixers are not going to let the New York Knicks beat them. But then they came out of halftime. And the first two plays offensively for the Philadelphia 76ers told me everything I need to know about the game moving forward. They came out. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. James Harden got the ball to Embiid inside and one three-point play. Came back down, James, James Harden drove the lane, kicked it out to Embiid for a wide-open three. Boom, he knocked that down. Six points within a two-minute span. I said, now the route is about to begin, and that's exactly what happened. But I will say this, looking at this Sixers team, I do, even though the opponents haven't been up to par, I do like the continuity that I'm seeing from James Harden and Joel and Embiid. Right? You look at the, the three games that this team, these, these guys have played, MB is averaging 32.6 points per game and 10 rebounds. James Harden is averaging 27.3 points. But here's the wild card for me. Tyrese Maxey. Maxey has been balling. And being able to play off the ball and not having to play the point guard position has opened up a lot of things for him. Now, the one person that has been left out so far has been a guy named Tobias Harris. So they're going to have to figure out how to get Tobias Harris involved. And off air, I was even talking to you like the Sixers are doing this, and Tobias Harris has, hasn't even got off. He, he, in the three games they played, he scored six points, 12 points, 14 points. That's an average of 10.6 points per game. But once they figure out how to get him more involved in the basketball game, in these games, this team is going to be that much dangerous and, and, and that scary. Uh, but I like what I'm seeing right now. But I got to have a but, Amber. The gauntlet is coming. I want to see them against the big boys. So now they have Cleveland coming up. Mm-hmm. Cleveland has been taking a little slide because Darius Garland has not been playing, but he's going to be back. They have Cleveland. They got to go down to South Beach. Now I hope them boys not going to go to Club Live and be up all night and doing all that shenanigans because – Amber, you live down that way. You know how South Beach is. I do. They know. better be That's focused. A, that is the advantage, right? That whole South Beach flu that uh, somehow sometimes afflicts opponents in the NBA. It's yes. weird how that works uh, after a long night at Live. Who hasn't had one of those <laughs> long nights at Live, Harry Douglas? You know, but you're absolutely right. It has looked really good against easier opponents. They will meet the Cavs. You mentioned on Friday. That's kind of their first real test. 
And Tyrese Maxey gave you 25 last night. I'm glad you brought him up. I had said at the beginning of the season with the Ben Simmons situation, I actually expected Maxey to take a huge leap. I said, hey, don't sleep on Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey. Keep your eyes on him. But I wasn't sure how it was going to look now with Harden and Embiid. And I'm glad he hasn't lost a step at all and that he's essentially been their third wheel there. And with Harris, you're right, except for it's always good news when somebody's the odd man out and when you're as dominant as they have been thus mm -hmm. far because if Tobias does get going and if they figure out that chemistry and this team just came together like I know it's just James Harden that got added but that's such an integral piece that this team just came together now so if they have that figured out uh, the future feels very bright the 76ers team of course feels very very dangerous now James Harden was happy to make his home debut in Philadelphia right now it is all love with that Philly crowd, we know it can be a little tough up there in Philadelphia, but he says that it feels like home already for him. And just exciting, man. I love the fans. Uh, just felt like home, you know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, the, the, just the love, the support, man, from, from looking around and just, you know, we love you, James. That, that right there, like, makes me go out there and play harder, and I just want to do whatever it takes to get the win. Now, Harry, the love is all well and good, but we know that Philly crowd, I mean, there was a point where Ben Simmons felt that love, right, from that Philly <laughs> crowd. Like, we know how that Philly crowd can be. Yes. And right now, it's all love while they're playing well. We've seen James Harden do some things with past organizations that isn't going to go well if he does the same thing in Philly at some point during his tenure. But when he's winning, he doesn't seem like he's going to probably be doing any of that. We'll see how this wears during the season. My one concern here is defensively. They totally mm -hmm. collapsed last night. I mean, as dominant as they were, right? So we're kind of nitpicking. But they collapsed last night without Embiid on the floor in terms of their defense. And so maybe that's a problem if you only have Harden out there and you need to make some stops. Well, you're going to have to against the upper echelon teams uh, in the Eastern Conference. You look at Chicago. They have two guys that can score the basketball at will in DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine. You look at the Brooklyn Nets. When Kyrie Irving is able to play, they have two guys, him and Kevin Durant. Then you look at the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks have three guys. They have Holiday. They have Middleton. They have Giannis. And we know the brick force that Giannis is. So when it gets to playoff time, the Sixers are going to have to figure this thing out defensively because you're not just going to be out, go, go into games and say, you know what, I'm going to outscore everybody we're playing. No, 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 because they're going to make the defensive adjustments as well to try to stop you offensively to make sure you don't score uh, at will and as, as many points as you may want to. So that's going to be the question mark moving forward. And they got to get Tobias Harris going. They got to get him going. They just got to get him going. They do have to get him going. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And Tobias Harris would absolutely help that issue with the defense. And last night, I mean, it was just during that period without Embiid out there. I, I mean, I'm really not overstating it. Their defense was awful. So that could be something to watch moving forward with the 76ers team, as deadly as they are when Embiid is out there. At some point, the man has to take some sort of rest, right? And you never want the better opponents to take that opportunity to pull ahead. That was Straight Talk presented to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Greeny is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. You could say big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. When we come back, we transition to the NFL Combine. We haven't, of course, forgotten about the young quarterbacks that are going to be taking the field in workouts today. That's next. This is Greeny, Amber Wilson, and Harry Douglas filling in for Mike Greenberg.
Greeny, the podcast. Listening to Greeny, Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for Mike Greenberg. You can tweet to us at ESPN Radio at HDouglas83 at AmberW790. Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. So today at the NFL Combine, we get to see the quarterbacks. Now, Harry, this isn't a draft where we have nearly as much attention on that position as we normally do, and a quarterback's not going to be the number one pick, or at least it would shock us if a quarterback was, in fact, the number one pick. So because of that, it's not a strong quarterback draft, so to speak. So because of that, we're not getting a ton of coverage of the quarterbacks. Now, as I understand, Matt Corral is not even going to bother working out at the combine today. We are going to get to see Kenny Pickett's hands. Don't worry, America. Uh, We will be able to figure out and solve that riddle of his hand size. But we will get to see some of these other quarterbacks, maybe some of these lesser-known quarterbacks today as well. Now, Harry Douglas, of course, he played for the Falcons and the Titans, spent a long time in the NFL. You, of course, went through your own NFL combine. That experience, Harry, favorite one ever? Best moment of your life? Oh, probably one of the worst. It's just – I don't know. It's just like a little meat market. Like you're sitting up there, you're in your little girdle, your little shorts, you're, you're modeling for the teams. Uh, but the thing I did love about it is being able to be around a lot of different guys that were going to be drafted and being able to communicate with them. Uh, but on work, I was a guy that was underweight, right? So I was used to eating about six or seven times a day. When you got to the combine, you're doing so much. I only ate like twice a day. So I, was, I had migraines left and right, left and right, left and right. But I will tell you, being able to compete, I, I really enjoyed that part of it, and I think my peers enjoyed that the most as well. I don't know what it would be like to have to eat six times a day. Like, I don't feel like that would be a problem <laughs> for me, but I understand some people do have that problem out there. So with the combat I mentioned, though, today, like, the quarterbacks get out there, and we don't know, probably the average American doesn't know a ton about these quarterbacks that the focus is on from the combine and, and draft experts. Because, like I said, it's just not the strongest draft in terms of that quarterback position. But, Harry, what would you be looking for out there? Is there anything these guys can – after having gone through a combine yourself, did you really feel like as a player you could really significantly raise your stock if you performed well or you didn't put much into it? Well, actually, I thought I, thought I did. Um, with the route running and those things, change of direction, the three-cone, uh, that played – I think I made major dividends in me being drafted and teams being able to see my route running ability. But when it comes to these quarterbacks, and I'll start with Kenny Pickett, he's a guy who really benefited from coming the extra year in school, staying the extra year in school. Um, he threw for over 4,300 4, yards, 42 touchdowns, seven interceptions, completed over 67% of his passes, won the ACC title. Not only that, we know a guy named Dan Marino. We look at Dan Marino as being one of the greats, right? He broke Dan Marino's all-time record at Pitt. So now that record belongs to Kenny Pickett. But getting out here and competing against these other guys, completing balls, letting teams know that you're ready to compete. But not only that, that the year that you just had last year was not a fluke. Now, when you talk about a guy like Malik Willis, right, he only had two years of really, really playing. But in those two years, he did it with his arm and he did it with his legs. He rushed for over 1,800 yards in the last two years when it came to playing for Liberty. But with Malik Willis getting out here and showing his accuracy, being more accurate, because you've seen it on film a little bit, uh, it, it may be off here and there, but he has the arm strength. He has the arm talent. And I'll go another guy, Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, being able to uh, work with college game day and, and study the college football game, I was able to 
look at his film a lot more. And the knock, the only knock I had on Desmond Ritter is that when he had guys wide open, he would miss guys wide open. So the accuracy there is a question mark. So with those three quarterbacks getting out here, competing, showing the accuracy, because it's not like you have a defense you're going against, right? And, and I, coaches always used to say this when we used to be on 7-7. Seven and seven. If we can't complete damn passes in 7-7, seven on seven, we're never going to win a game. You're, you're not even going against defense in these drills. So completing passes and showing them uh, your, your accuracy, your toughness, your, your, will, your will to compete. I hate Matt Corral's not, 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 not going to go out here and show his talent, but uh, he'll get a chance to do it at his pro day. But when it came to Matt Corral, and I bring him up a little bit, uh, one of the things that, that I've seen on film is that he got a lot of free access. And when I mean free access, his receivers weren't going against press coverage as much as uh, other teams in college football may have been. So he had a lot of free access throws. I want to see uh, when, it get to, when he gets to the National Football League, can he complete those tight window passes like we've seen a Joe Burrow do at LSU? Yeah, I mean, we just had on ESPN Plus, if you're watching us on ESPN Plus, we just had Mel Kuyper's big board, his top 10 projected quarterbacks. And a lot of those guys were from smaller schools. So whereas with Matt Corral, I I think that a lot of people in the country probably familiar with him, but some of these other guys from these smaller schools will really get an opportunity here to show off at the Combine in a way that maybe not all of us have been watching their every game. Try the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless with nationwide 5G on America's best networks. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. 5G capable device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. So for more Combine Talk, we turn to ESPN NFL draft analyst Matt Miller. And Matt, I start in the most obvious place. Are we going to get a measurement of Kenny Pickett's hands today? Yeah, guys, we're waiting for it. Should be really coming through at any time now. The, The quarterbacks are getting measured. We've already seen Matt Corral's numbers come in. Some of the wide receiver numbers are starting to come in. So I imagine it will be Adam Schefter will probably be tweeting at any time now, letting us know what it's going to be. And, you know, the rumors, uh, even during the fall, was that his hand was eight and three-quarter inches in length, which would be the smallest for a first-round quarterback since they've been recording hand size, right, since we have access to it. So I know a lot of people think it's kind of, you know, a, a big story more than it is an actual impact on his ability to play. But, I can guarantee you as soon as those numbers come out today, it, it will dominate Twitter for a short amount of time. For a short amount of time. I mean, all the talk around Kenny Pickett's <laughs> hands is obviously amusing. It's great social media content. But I do wonder, is what is at stake for Kenny Pickett today? I mean, truly, like, is there things that he can do today and we totally overlook that apparently he has small hands? Yeah, I, th- I really do think it's great for social media. It's great for all of us, right, Who who's our job is to talk about these things. But I think with any measurement that happens at the Combine, the key is to tie that to the film, to, to add context. So with a player like Kenny Pickett, when, again, we've known for a year that he has small hands, right? This is no surprise. I think you just go back. It makes you go back to the tape. So when you have something like, a great 40 time or a bad 40 time or a great three cone time or a bad three cone time or small hands, you go back and look at the tape. Okay. Was this something that showed up for him? Was it a problem for him? Obviously he played at the university of Pittsburgh. It's not warm there. They don't play in a dome. So we haven't seen him play in some adverse conditions, but having just seen him five weeks ago at the senior bowl, I can tell you there was a rainy day and it, it did feel like he was hesitating a little bit. It felt like he was maybe double thinking his grip. We see him throw with two gloves, which is a little bit uncharacteristic for an NFL quarterback, but 
I don't think there's anything he can do to change that number or help that number, obviously, but it'll just send teams back to the tape. And if I were, if I were advising him, if I were his agent, I would, I would be getting clips made, ready to go to send to every NFL team with him playing in rain, playing in windy conditions, if he's played in snow. Those are the types of things you want to see. Matt, it goes back to the eye in the sky never lies. And let me tell you something about small hands. So my measurements at the combine, my hand was 8.25, the smallest hands out of all the wide receivers. See, I got a rice bucket here right across from me. And every day I get in that rice bucket so I can have strong hands. So Kenny Pickett, don't you worry about it at all. But I want to talk about another quarterback, Malik Willis. What are some of the things that he needs to showcase today at the combine when it comes to throwing? Yeah, I mean, we're gonna, he's going to put on a show, right? He, he has a big arm. We know all about that. He's opted not to run the 40-yard dash, which, which is a little bit disappointing because I think he would have lit that event up as well. But I think that he can – that wow factor. You know, I, I think too often we look at scouts and coaches and GMs and we put them on this pedestal and think that they're robots, right, and that they're immune to being, you know, getting hyped up and immune to momentum. And I think Malik Willis had such a great senior bowl week he can just continue to ride that momentum from the combine to his pro day, which is in about three weeks. So he can just continue to stack momentum. And so I, I do think this is a great event for him. You want to see the arm strength. I think one thing that we will be watching uh, at the senior bowl, day one, he was a little bit erratic. Day two, he was better. Day three, he was great. So today where he hasn't been throwing to these receivers, you do want to look at the timing, the anticip- not so much the anticipation of coverage, but the anticipation of a break in a route. So that there'll be a lot for him to showcase that's, even though it's not a game situation, you do want to just see that raw accuracy that he has. ESPN NFL draft analyst Matt Miller on with Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for Greeny. So, Matt, we've talked about a couple of these quarterbacks, but tell me somebody who maybe we aren't as familiar with who you think could really help himself today. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of times in the combine, we don't talk about defensive tackles helping themselves, but Devontae Wyatt from Georgia has a great opportunity to help himself. I, I put this on one of our ESPN pieces that came out this morning. He has a chance to put up some numbers that are comparable to what Aaron Donald did here, but he's expected to weigh 310 pounds. Aaron Donald was 285. So he, he'll he run probably in the 4'8", maybe a little bit better. His vertical jump will be in the mid-30s most likely. So Devontae Wyatt, when we're watching all these wide receivers and DBs run fast like Harry did back in the day, like that's exciting. But when Devontae White gets out there at 305 or 310 pounds and and goes 4'8", that's going to be as impressive to me. Devontae White, a guy that I watched a ton of film on when watching that Georgia defense, and if you watch that Georgia defense closely, he jumps out on the film. It's not just Jordan Davis. It's not just N'Kobe Dean. Devontae White definitely jumps out. I want to talk to you about these wide receivers because, you know, that's the best position in the world, according to me. And that's, <laughs> those are my thoughts, Matt. Yeah. But I want to talk to you about a guy, uh, Drake London, out of USC. I love the intangibles that he brings. He played for a guy, Andy Enfield. He played basketball. So when I watch the film, being able to see his hips and the way he sinks his hip for a guy 6'5", 210, the intangibles that he played with, the, the angriness that he, that he plays with when he runs with the football, how do you think Drake London can help his stock today to becoming the first wide receiver being drafted? Yeah, you know, he's another guy, unfortunately, not running because he had that fractured ankle in late October. But I'm with you, Harry. He's my top receiver in this draft. I love the way he plays. So physical at the catch point. He's great at the goal line. No one in this class is better at contested catches. I think one of the keys for him that will be at the pro day will be that 40 time. Is it a little overrated? Absolutely it is. But at the same time, you, you want to see that quickness. You want to you check that box. So for, for Drake London, I think today, 
The medical is going to be super important. He actually, the measurements on him just came in at a little bit under 6'4", which weirdly enough, I think that helps him because there was some concern about, man, at 6'5", there aren't many receivers that are 6'5", 210, who are dominating in the NFL. So he comes in a shade under 6'4", and 220. So I'm very, very excited to see him when we finally get to it as pro day. NFL draft analyst Matt Miller on with Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas. So, Matt, let's go back to quarterbacks for a second. What quarterback do you feel like has the most to prove today? I mean, it would have been Matt Corral from Ole Miss because he was the only underclassman quarterback in the top seven. He's the only guy we didn't get to see at the Senior Bowl. Last time we saw him, he was getting carted off at the Sugar Bowl with an ankle injury. So I, I do think it would have been him. For reasons that won't happen on the field, I think Carson Strong from Nevada is another player that there's a lot riding on what the medicals come back for him. He's been a a solid player, a veteran. The stats are there, the production's there, but there's concern about a knee injury and and what that means for his career, what it means for his ability to play a long time. Obviously, last year he was out on the field. We saw him at Mobile at the Senior Bowl recently, but there are always those questions of, especially for a player that's not very mobile, if there's a knee issue, is he going to be able to move around, get out of the pocket? So I, I think for Carson Strong, I'm sure we'll see him try to move around a lot during the, the workouts just to show that, that he is okay. But that the medicals for him will be huge. Matt Miller on with Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas. Matt, thanks so much for joining us. Have fun out there at the Combine. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. So since we're talking about quarterbacks, since the quarterbacks are taking the field at the NFL Combine today, let's stick with the theme. Let's talk about guys actually playing in the NFL, or I think he's playing, or is he retiring, or is he playing for a new team? What's the latest, (laughs) Harry, with Aaron Rodgers? I mean, what is happening here? Because Aaron Rodgers told us he was going to make a quick decision. Is this quick? No, it's not. Hey, did you grow up watching The Young and the Restless with your grandmother and stuff, the soap opera? You know what? This, this is what Aaron Rodgers is. This is The Young and the Restless. I'm tired of waiting. I don't want to watch the soap opera anymore. I'm tired of talking about Aaron Rodgers, but I'm going to talk about him right now. Listen, when it comes to A-Rod, I understand that he wants to take his time. But this is a year and a half that we've, we've been going through this. Real how talk. Much ta- how I much know. time? How much time do you need? You don't already know what you're going to do? How do you not already know what you're going to do? You're Aaron Rodgers. We know you already know what you're going to do. No reason to string things along. And I've seen a lot of people this morning say Aaron Rodgers can take as much time as he wants to. And he's probably going to do that because I don't know why. He just wants to torture people. But I will say this. He has the Green Bay Packers in the palm of his hand. Miss Cleo no, no longer exists. It's Aaron Rodgers now because he has them in the palm of his hands. To the point to where they're just, hey, I'm not going to bother him. I'm not going to take my time. Let Aaron Rodgers does what he does. No. Other people's livelihood is counting on you, A-Rod. We need answers now. The Green Bay Packers need answers now. They're not going to come out and say it because they don't want to rub him the wrong way. That's how sensitive he is. But if, if, I'm, if, I'm, if, I, if I'm looking at this situation, I'm saying, hey, do you think A-Rod should have been made the decision? Yes. And if, he's not, if he hasn't made a decision yet, Within the next few days, make a decision so other people can get on with their lives and their careers.
Harry, nobody believes this man doesn't have a decision. I think he's yeah. made a decision for the last year and a half. I was glad you mentioned the year and a half because this isn't just since the Super Bowl we've been doing this dance. This isn't just since him winning another MVP that we've been doing this dance, right? We have been doing this dance, like you said, for a year and a half, and particularly since last offseason. He held us up until, what, the day before training camp, a few hours essentially before training yes. camp started. Then, fine, I'm coming back. I restructure my contract. I'll show up for this past season and now we're doing this song and dance again Aaron you know where you're going let's be honest like what are we still mulling over Amber, give us a decision Amber I'm tired of the damn song that he's playing and I don't want to dance with him anymore I want a new dance partner I don't want to dance with him anymore we are tired of dancing with Aaron Rodgers but of course the Packers are not tired of dancing with Aaron Rodgers because they're hoping to do that again and so his head coach and Matt LaFleur maybe his former head coach I don't know the dude who coached him at one point anyways he's out here talking of course about waiting like all of us are waiting for this Aaron Rodgers decision what is the waiting like for you I mean, you can only control what you can control. So you just, you know, try to make the best of it and try to have consistent communication. And, um, you know, I told them I don't want to be overbearing and, and tell them every day how much we love them and how much we want them back. But um, so you just you, you just want to be respectful of, of his of his space and, and allow him to, you know, think through everything clearly without being annoying, I guess. You have to say that, right, if you're Matt LaFleur. Like, I want to be respectful of Aaron Rodgers. You can't – these – they are tiptoeing around Aaron Rodgers at this point, (laughs) Harry Douglas. They are tiptoeing around that man. The man has won the MVP the last two years. They don't want to lose him, so they're basically in desperation mode so they don't lose him. Because I'll tell you this, Amber, I did see what the Green Bay Packers looked like against the Kansas City Chiefs with Jordan Love. I seen Devontae Adams in that body language, and you know I'm big on body language. Devontae Adams has never showed this. But when Jordan Love, late in that game, kept trying to get him the football and it was nowhere near being accurate or nowhere near him, Devontae Adams was like, where in the hell is Aaron Rodgers when you need him? And he was at home watching the game. So I do understand that part, that they do know that Jordan Love probably isn't ready right now. But at some point, uh, it's probably going to happen. If A-Rod comes and says, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. I need you all to trade me. This is where I would like to go then Jordan Love is going to have to step up. But a pretty good chance that uh, they'll probably be franchising, tagging um, Devontae Adams, but he's probably not going to like that because he well, probably doesn't want to be there. We're waiting on that too, right? And, and it feels like with Adams and Rodgers, I mean, those decisions have everything to do with each other. If I'm the Packers, I, like you said, Devontae Adams isn't going to like this, but I'm probably tagging Adams either way. But best case scenario, if you're Green Bay, and I also think for the actual players themselves – but I think the best case scenario for everybody involved is them coming up with a new contract here for both of those guys because then they can also help their cap situation if they're able to because right now they're so they are they're so far over even though they've been shedding and they mm-hmm. have a real situation even obviously offering Adams a new deal offering Rogers a new deal would actually help them because of course they can structure those deals to then work with that cap a little bit more make them back end yep. heavy whatever but right now when we're in this waiting game I would imagine even that conversations a difficult one and if Aaron Rodgers bounces you're still you're not going to let Adams walk as a free agent next month you're going to tag Adams and then maybe you get a really disgruntled Devontae Adams of course he could help Jordan Love too like he'll help whoever's under center but if he's disgruntled maybe he's refusing to so then maybe we're in a tag
tag and trade type of situation. None of that can happen, though, without a decision really from Aaron Rodgers. Everything hinges on Rodgers. All the dominoes, frankly, the dominoes around the entire NFL in terms of the quarterback carousel. It all starts with Aaron Rodgers. That's right. We need a decision, Aaron. Let's go. That's right. And and another thing to look at uh, for the Green Bay Packers is that just about every one of their wide receivers are free agents. They have one guy that's a restricted free agent. But look look into the draft of them drafting a wide receiver in the first round. A guy like Jamison Williams from Alabama, oh, my God. He he is my favorite in this draft, and I hate when he tore his ACL in the national championship game. But the young man, the way he stops on the dime, explosive, run routes. But here's the thing I really love about him. The man plays special teams, Amber. That means he has some dog in him. I love players who got some dog in them. They're not out there trying to be cute and prissy. They love the game, and they put their body on the line each and every play. I like them. Well, coming up next, another quarterback who made a decision about his future. Doesn't sound so confident now. Let's stick with the quarterback theme. That's next on Greeny with Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for Mike Greenberg. Greeny, the podcast. Listening to Greeny on ESPN Plus, ESPN app, and on your smart speaker. ESPN Radio is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for Mike Greenberg. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, 24-7 support, free access to product specialists and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. So this past segment, we were talking about quarterbacks and Aaron Rodgers who are very slow to make a decision so let's go ahead and talk about another future Hall of Fame quarterback Harry Douglas who appears to have made a decision but has he made a decision or does he just like to stay in the headlines I cannot figure out what is going on with Tom Brady but he said the thing again Harry Douglas he was on the Fred Couples show on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio and this is what Tom Brady said about his future I wish I had a a a clear vision of what the future holds. But I think for me, there's, you know, a lot of, um, there's a lot of great things ahead and a lot of great opportunities. I know I said right after football season, I was looking forward to spending time with my family and I've done that the last five weeks. And I know there'll be a lot more of that too. So, um, you know, I like staying busy. That's for sure. I played a little bit of golf and I'm actually going to see my parents tonight, which will be a real, highlight for me on their turf i'll be sleeping in the same bed i slept at when i was a kid i don't think my mom knows i'm coming home yet so it's just between my dad and i is a little bit of a surprise so looking forward to that looking forward to some golf uh in the next few days and some more family time and then we'll figure out where we go from there i'm glad at the end of that bite he said he's looking forward to some more family time because for a minute there it felt like tom brady had spent five (laughs) weeks with his family and he had figured out Five weeks was enough time with his family. Now, Harry Douglas, you made the transition (laughs) from the NFL to regular life after the NFL. Not Mm. always an easy transition for guys. Does it give you any pause that Tom Brady, after only a matter of weeks here, is already (laughs) kind of talking like this and backtracking? Is Tom Brady about to come back and play football? What is all this about? Listen, Amber, I'm not even surprised at all because I I tell a lot of people that's a huge adjustment, and especially for a guy like Tom Brady who spent most of all his adulthood playing football. That, that that's an adjustment adulthood, Retired, childhood childhood everything practically so, when he was in diapers probably throwing foam yes. footballs 
So now you're going from that and you're going home, right? And you may tell your kids one thing and your kids may surprise you and tell you, well, that's not the way we do things, daddy. Mommy said we do it like this. That's, that's eye-opening. It's very shocking to you. But those are real-life things that happen. Trust me, it happened to me in my household. My daughter would be the first to tell you, no, mommy we said we do it like this. This is the way we do it. And I'm like, excuse me, but I'm not your mom. And she's like, well, mommy said. And I'm like, okay, well, let me be quiet. Mommy said. But for Tom Brady, a guy like him, first I'll say this. I don't think he retired um, 100% from his heart. I thought it was more so pressured and with the mindset of, okay, Giselle wants him to be home now with the kids. And, 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 and that's okay. But at the same time, you can hear in his voice, he still wants to play football. And if he really wanted to stay retired, he would come out and just say that. But that's not what he's doing. He's still leaving that door open. Now, I will say this. He's, he may also just be waiting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to replace him and then force a trade that kind of way. Because if you if you replace him with another quarterback, you can't keep both of those salaries, right? Tom Brady's going to be making a lot of money. So you're going to be forced to trade him. But if we haven't learned anything over the last 20 years, Amber, have we learned to never count out Tom Brady? I mean, how many times we got to learn this lesson? You never count out Tom Brady in anything in life. I don't care what it is. You could be playing cards. Don't count them out. It can be the tuck rule. Don't count them out. It doesn't matter. Tom Brady is going to be Tom Brady. But this also is a guy who led the NFL with over 5,300 yards passing and in touchdowns with 43. You think that guy playing at that level at 44, about to be 45, wants to retire? He, he went out in the game on top. He just didn't get a Super Bowl. And I will tell you this about that playoff game against the Los Angeles Rams. If Tom Brady gets that football in overtime, we all know, ask Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, we all know, ask my Atlanta Falcons, and I hate to say that. I hope y'all don't ban me. I hope y'all don't kick me when you see me in the streets. When Tom Brady gets that ball in overtime, we all know what's going to happen. Tom Brady is going to get that football. He's going to score, not a field goal, but a touchdown to not even give you an opportunity to have a chance. So I'm mad at Todd Bowles right now because I don't know what he was thinking playing cover zero against a guy like Cooper Cup and having a safety guard him. Give Tom Brady a chance in overtime. Come on, man. So he's that mad at that that then he wants to leave the buck. Like, I never really understand the logic behind why Tom Brady would want to faux retire in order to force his way out of Tampa. And frankly, if I'm Tampa, I might not be letting that work because that rumor's been so out there, and obviously he's keeping himself in the headlines with these comments. Like, they don't have to release his rights just because they bring in another quarterback, right? If they get another quarterback, we're still talking about Tom Brady. So Mm -hmm. if he comes back, is he the quarterback that you would trade? I don't know who Tampa's going to end up having as their starting quarterback. Well, Bruce Arians, of course, the Buccaneers head coach, he's going to be continuously asked about the future of Tom Brady since Tom Brady is out here continuously confusing us about his retirement. Here's Bruce Arians when he was asked if you see Tom Brady playing in another uniform. No. Bad business. No. (laughs) That was short and sweet, Harry Douglas. No, I don't see it going that way. Amber, Bruce Arians can't be the be the, the boyfriend or the girlfriend that's holding a significant other hostage. If they don't want to be in a relationship, let them go. But why let don't go. they want to be in a relationship? I mean, what are we talking about here? Like, we're not far removed from them winning a Super Bowl. Did you not see that dysfunction? Room. Did you not see that dysfunction last year? With A.B.? 
this, this, the dysfunction. The otherwise, like there was just there was so everyone many getting hurt. Every, yeah, but listen, hurt. They but can't I mean, bring. On. You can't. They don't. They're not gonna have nobody to bring Grunt back. Chris Godwin is gonna be hurt. You can't bring Leonard Fournette back. You all the guys that Tom Brady that made a splash. I would say more than a splash in the playoffs last two. Well, during the Super Bowl run, Tom Brady is not even gonna be able to have besides Mike Evans and Cameron Brady. Those are the only two. Those are the only two. So Tom Brady's Brady. not gonna go in that situation. Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Call or click today. Amber Wilson and Harry Douglas filling in for Mike Greenberg here on Greeny. And coming up next, we will tell you if uh, – what are we telling you? If we're, we will talk next. More sports. I'm not looking at my rundown. Nuno. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast. by James Clavell. War is coming. The epic saga of war, passion, and power. Let it come. FX's Shogun, now streaming on Hulu.